Welcome back to Grid Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by some bad hombres, my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. We are 17 and 13 in the Las Vegas Super Contest on our quest to win Around $900,000. 4 and 1 in week 6, putting us tied for 276th in the contest, slowly climbing that ladder. Uh, and you would know that if you visited our sponsor, fantasysupercontest.com. We'll talk about them a bit more in a bit, but it could have been 5 and 0. Oh. But Mo decided to fire his Mo. veto. <laughs> Mo taking out uh, the Killing Cowboys, us. the Cowboys who covered, and putting in the Ravens who should have covered but did not. Uh, so we now go to Mo, who is in a Starbucks uh, somewhere in Chicago. Uh, Mo, explain yourself. Well, I let those other two vetoes slip by me. I trusted you guys, and you guys made horrible picks on the New York Giants. Um, I believe maybe one of the weeks was the Bears I would have got out of there, and they were a loser too. Uh, so I felt like I couldn't let another one of those slip by, so obviously I was completely wrong this week. Um, I, I still love the Giants last week, but man, I could not have been more wrong about that uh, Packers game. You mean wow. the Ravens. And it would have been, it would have been poetic justice if after building this New York Giants narrative throughout the season, uh, you were to successfully veto a game in against them and get it through. But alas, uh, in typical Moose fashion, the resident Moose himself, uh, utter failure on your part. But still, as I said, 4-1 for the week, climbing throughout the contest. Really, uh, really needed Rich's card last week. 4-0-1 for your boy for four and a half points. Uh... The clubhouse leader is Donnie, well, though. Let's not let's not oversell it. I mean, don't oversell that zero and one. What do you mean? I got uh, you know, right side in that uh, Texans Colts game. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> Miracle cover by Brock Osweiler and company. Uh, Donnie put up a four and one week. He remains the clubhouse leader at seventeen and thirteen, mirroring Shocker. mirroring the the uh, the contest card throughout the season. Um, and uh, I also want to note that in games where three or more hosts select it, uh, we are 41-31-1 against the spread. That is 57.6%. Not bad, gentlemen. Uh, also, home dogs continue to roll. 4-0 last week against the spread. Now 19-8 in the Super Contest. So 70% of home dogs are covering. Uh, and you will probably hear about a few in a bit before we get to the number one picks from each host uh we're giving out uh, a book uh we you guys know about the contest that we've been running where you submit a pick against the super contest spread and if you get it right you get a raffle ticket and at the end of the year we will give you a piece of swag or perhaps even a Cade jersey uh you can check out gridirongamble.com for more information on that but we are going to give away a copy of uh, our favorite book, which is uh, Good Teams Win, Great Teams Cover. Donnie, how can people get in on this? Yeah, so we're going to uh, just tweet out a nice little uh, message from our Gridiron Gamble Twitter account, at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter, if you aren't already following. Um, all it's going to say is something like, you know, if you want to win this book, our favorite book uh, by Pat Haggerty, Great Teams Win, uh, or sorry, Good Teams Win, <laughs> Great Teams Cover, uh, then you just have to uh, retweet the message and we will, uh, you know, look at all the retweets next week before next week's show and draw a winner at random. So, yeah, you don't got to do too much. Just press that retweet button. It's nice and simple. Yeah, and we'll pick the winner on next week's podcast so you guys have something to look forward to um you need to get like a like a like a sounder for like a spinning wheel or something oh i will i'll, I'll pull something up a bingo wheel something something will be added to the production in order to jazz it up 
Oh, and we have a few of these books to give away throughout the season. This is going to be the first of a few. So Yeah, so don't get bummed tuned. out uh, if, if you are not the one selected. Let's get to our number one selections for the week. That's how we kick off each show. Each host gives their favorite pick. And we have a consensus across the board with number one picks. Each number one pick is a consensus pick, meaning each member of the collective has taken that side. One of the games is replicated by two hosts. Unsurprisingly, it's Mo and his disciple, uh, Brett, which makes this m- even more interesting is that this is the first favorite that Mo has listed as his number one pick, uh, which makes it even more incredible that that Brett, the disciple, would also somehow read Mo's brand. And I'll let the disciple kick, th- kick things off here. Uh, what is the number one pick for you and Mo this week? I'm back on the Titans this week. Minus two and a half at home against Indy. The Colts are a freaking horror show right now. Andrew Luck banged up after taking a brutal hit on Sunday night. T.Y. Hilton, Philip Dorsett, both questionable this week. Dante Moncrief out. This offensive line ranks 30th in pass protection DVOA. Andrew Luck's been hit and sacked more than any other QB in the league. And I haven't even gotten to the defense defense yet. This is a bottom two defense in the NFL I liked the Titans last week as seven-point favorites against a terrible team. I certainly like them as two-and-a-half-point favorites against another terrible team. This offensive line in Tennessee is legit. Mariota has has looked great over the past two weeks. Seven touchdowns to just one pick. Titans just run away with this thing. I think they win by two scores. Mo, a favorite as your number one pick. Tell us why. Man, I'll tell you what. When I first capped this one, I actually capped this at only Titans minus two. So at first I was like, okay. We like the Colts here, right? And then I started looking at the stats, and I started looking at um, the public, and I looked at where the line moved, and I started thinking about it. And I was like, hold on a second. Aren't the Titans better than the Colts? Yeah. That's that's the case, right, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I like yeah. the Titans. I think this team, this team's halfway decent. Titans, so they're like, Titans if, top if they're 10. better than the Colts, then they should be north of minus three at home. And then, yeah, the injuries just are, like, the thing that pushes it into the must to me. And, obviously, the fact that uh, the line did move to minus three. Not only is it minus three on Pinnacle, but it's ready to go to mi- minus three and a half, you guys, because they're, they're hanging minus three, minus 117 right now. Uh, so, yeah, like, like Brett said, the injuries, man. Th- this Colts team, which was bad to begin with, is just so banged up. I mean, uh, if any team can be the team that we feel better about Marcus Mariota not throwing picks, uh, it's this Colts team. Are, is, are they even going to have to pass? Yeah. 20 passes. Run straight. 20 passes. Run straight game. Uh, as I said, this is a consensus pick. Uh, Titans are also in my top five at third uh, third highest rating Titans top 10 in DVOA both sides of the ball ninth on offense 10th on defense or I think I just flipped those 10th on offense ninth on defense uh excuse they're good me. uh the Colts just gave up a 14 point lead with three minutes remaining to Brock Osweiler <laughs> so it doesn't get much worse than that my biggest fear with this game was the public I thought that this would be uh when I first looked at it I capped it at minus four uh, for the record, uh, when I looked at it, I was like, man, everybody's going to have the Titans in the contest. But then I looked at the spread.com. I saw that the market was 50-50. And then I looked back and I was like, the Titans, I feel like they've been pretty popular this year. And I was wrong there, too. They've only been. It's, it's the Titans. I know, but I feel like Come I on. hear about them every week. So I looked back at the contest over it uh, using Fantasy Super Contest. Dot com and they've only been picked by uh, more than twenty percent of the uh, contest once, and that was week two uh, when they were the seventh most popular pick as six point dogs against the Lions. So I absolutely love Tennessee this week, uh, Donnie. You've got the Titans in your lower tier. I- I'm confused by this. Is this uh, is this a case of uh, M and M's for brains versus peanuts for brains and peanuts overriding m&ms yes this is partly a case of that unlike you guys who root for shitty football teams and thus think other shitty football teams are better than your shitty football teams 
I root for the Patriots, and I know greatness when I see it, and the Titans are far from a good football team, and I just don't trust them. I'm sorry. That's where I'm looking at things here. But I do like them here. Um, I think the Colts are just bad, but it really wouldn't surprise me if the Colts, you know, just got their shit together for a couple quarters and pulled out a win. Uh, they've been able to do that in the past with this this team. Um, so I'm just not as all in on the Titans as you guys are. They've done it in the past, but not with this team. <laughs> Has this team put together a good half of football? In like the past year and a half, yeah, yeah, but they have. Th- yeah, but this is a completely different team from last year, which was even uh, somehow I mean, the offense is pretty much the same, and that's all I'm no, really it's talking not. about here. Moncrief, we can just... Moncrief out, Dorsett out, Dwayne Allen potentially out. This team is a dumpster fire. It's fine. The whole no. offense, is, the whole offense is hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're relying on Frank Gore, who's a year older than he was last year. This team is is a, a horror show. And is that how aging works? And I can't <laughs> listen. I'm just worried. I'm just worried about you know the Titans mostly just throwing up a stinker. I understand that they have been playing well. You know, it just it seems like it could happen at any point, and we've seen it before in the NFL where a team that that looks to be playing well just all of a sudden just blows it. I mean, look what happened to the Steelers last week. Granted, I Big Ben got Donnie's, hurt, but I hear what Donnie's saying. Know. I mean. I'm just a little bit worried about that, and I just don't have faith in like their coaching staff to if that's if they start spiraling out of control and have some you know a bad quarter, bad half, that sort of thing. If they can turn it back around, Chuck so. Chuck Pagano couldn't outcoach the elementary school coach down the road for me. Yeah, but you think Mike Malarkey can do the same? Like it's uh, you know it's, the thing that's, is that's questionable. It's it's I hear what Donnie's saying because it's one thing to take a bad team when you're getting when you're getting points, but man, it's tough to trust. Uh, it's tough to lay points with a real bad team. Put it this way. If this game gets on the card, I don't care. I'm happy. It's fine. You could always I'm on the, you could always veto him out. Oh, wait. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, also, the Titans should have covered 7.5 last week against a, a another professional football team. But uh, thanks to absolute luck, we, uh, we got the cover with the Browns. Despite Hugh Jackson refusing to play math ball at the end, and kick the field goal when he absolutely should have tried to kick the field goal and get another onside kick. But Hugh, you got in the end zone. Can't really begrudge you too much for that. We're going to go to Donnie next for his number one pick. It is a road dog, a home dog, excuse me, home dog. We love our home dogs here. I was going to say, you have the wrong card. What's going on here? DP, where are you going? I'm going to Philadelphia where the Eagles are going to Probably put Sam Bradford in a stretcher by the end of the game. I mean, home dog here. Everyone is just piling on the Vikings. You know, they they couldn't be higher right now. They didn't have to play last week, so you know people are still maintaining the fact that uh, they're up on the you know the top of this mountain and they're just looking up to them, especially that defense and how well they've been playing. But the Vikings are not an undefeated team. Let's be real here. And the Eagles, they got beat last week by the Redskins, who a lot of people view as a really bad team. Um, you know, I just think that uh, this line at two and a half, it's it's also it's begging you to take the Vikings because it's short of a field goal. But uh, you got to go the other side here, home dog. Um, I mean, home dogs are 70% this year. And the Eagles, they're going to do well. I, I like this Bradford narrative too. I think they're going to kill that guy. I don't think they like him at all. I think they're just going to wreck him on defense. So I'm going to start this by saying I think the Vikings are the best team in the league. Uh, DVOA reflects that. They're number one, uh, number two in defense, number 11 on offense. But at the same time, I think this is a perfect spot for the Eagles. They just lost twice as road favorites. And now they come home. Uh, they get Wensylvania going again. It just, I mean, this line just wouldn't be eight and a half if it was in Minnesota, which is what the two and a half means if you give the six points to uh, to the Vikings. And when I heard this following quote from uh, Bob Scucci, the bookmaker for all Boyd properties, I, I knew this was going in my top five. Uh, in this week's episode of Behind the Bets, he said, quote, well, we know we're going to get 10 to one tickets on the Vikings. So let's start it with three and take a little bit of money on the Eagles. Then I changed my mind. I said, this is where the Eagles win it. Let's hang two and a half and let them bet it. We have more money on this game than any other game on the board. We need the Eagles, and we're okay with that. When a bookmaker what? says that, 
when a bookmaker what says a that legend uh i mean they don't just build casinos in las vegas from nothingness like these guys know what they're doing uh so if they're gonna be gambling basically on the 10 to 1 on the eagles uh get me on board Britt, you also have this in your top five mo also in your top five anything to add gentlemen just a classic example of stock high versus stock low i mean the vikings look invincible at home and we've got the eagles returning home here that place is going to be out of control with Sam Bradford rolling in with his flashy 5-0 and record, and the public is just pounding Minnesota. It's amazing. This is such a good spot for the Eagles. Yeah. Love. Take, take that Eagles money line. Yeah, love everything Eagles here. Uh, I mean, I'm a little worried because it moved to three, but I'm hoping that's just public action and it's going to move back. So Yeah, that, yeah I think uh, that's what it was. It's got to be insurance, right? It, it, Pinnacle's probably less willing to gamble as much as Mr. Scoochie is. So they just, from a liability standpoint, they probably just need to get some some Eagles money to, to balance a little bit. But I'm sure they're going to be okay with uh, needing, the, uh, needing the Eagles to book a win as well. Um, let's finish out the number one picks with mine. And it would be so off-brand. Uh, it would be so inconsistent if, when Gino was freed... I did not place the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 as my number one pick. Luckily for me, I'm not insane because the pick'em line currently in the Super Contest is two and a half points off of the pinnacle line. Uh, Not so much because of Geno Smith, although in my heart of hearts, I think they see Eugene Cyril Smith III ready to go under center and they know that a change is a coming. But let's be fair. Joe Flacco's been out of practice for the last two days with a shoulder injury. That's playing a big role in this line move. Also, even before Flacco's injury, Mo, I always tell you, check that injury report every week. The Ravens. Man, the Baltimore one is brutal. Oh, my I God. I mean, the, their best player has been hurt the last couple of weeks. They don't have Marshall Yanda. Um, and then... Uh, man, we saw what Odell did to this team without Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith Ouch. In, in the concussion protocol. CJ Mosley, DNP the last two days. Uh, other players in the secondary, Gerard Powers, DNP the last two days. Terrell Suggs might be out for the season with torn biceps. Sharice uh, Wright, cornerback. Doomerville. Uh, Elvis Doomerville. On the offensive side, Kamar Aiken popped up on the the injury report yesterday, limited in practice. Uh, with a thigh yeah, injury. Here's the thing. With with most teams, you look over at the injury report, and there's a lot of, like, LPs. Like, people are... It's it's just it's it's just all DNPs for, for Baltimore. It's just all DNPs. Nobody's playing over there. I, I just imagine a practice field and, like, eight people running around <laughs> playing catch. Eating some orange slices. This is a good spot for the Jets. And I, I love it so much because... I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick benefited from such a stupid narrative last year where the Jets got so much positive variance and because QB wins is a thing, it's like a really important stat to some people, they associated that 10-win season with the play of Ryan Fitzpatrick and it seems like the narrative tides are a turn-in because the Jets have the fifth easiest schedule the rest of the way and that probably, football outsiders, outsiders obviously isn't taking into account that they're playing a Baltimore team that is uh, the walking dead and might possibly have uh, a backup quarterback in there in Ryan Mallett. So it might even be that much easier. So I'm, I'm fully prepared for the positive Geno narrative that he, he does not really deserve, uh, but I'm I mean, he's going to get I it. do think Flacco plays, though. I mean, I just because I feel like if he wasn't playing, this, this line it has to be like three and a half. I mean, it's Gino, and it's the one in five Jets. I don't, I don't know if they can hang three and a half. They might be able to hang it's three. Ryan P. Brain Mallet. Yeah. Am I seeing this right? Seventy-eight percent of the public on the Ravens. Yeah, you are seeing that right. This has this has the potential of rape and pillage. This game, Jets defensive front gets going. Old man Revis, you know, gets a sneaky interception. This, uh, I think uh, MetLife's going to be rocking on Sunday. Uh, the Jets were in everybody's top five, so you will be hearing about them a bit later. 
Let's get into some more uh, divisive talk, though, and that is the Lone Wolves. But before we do, I want you guys to go over and check out fantasysupercontest.com. They've got everything there for you. They've got stats on every single team that's entered the contest. If you went over there, you would see that 36 teams were a perfect 5-0 last week against the Super Contest lines. Should have been 37. Thank you, Mo. That's only 2%. So congratulations to uh, those of you in the contest that had success. Ripsaw remains the leader. 3-1-1 last week. He's picking at 83% on the season. You can go over there, check the stats, get ready for your bets this weekend. FantasySuperContest.com. That's FantasySuperContest.com. Let's get to the Lone Wolves. It's YOLO week for one disciple, Brett Coulson. Four Lone Wolf selections for Brett. Donnie and Mo have one apiece, and I do not have a single one. So we'll leave the best for last. Uh, that's Brett with all of them. And we'll start with Mo, whose lone wolf is meh, pretty iffy because it's his last pick. And uh, speaking of deceitful and religious freaks and it's going to happen, it's going to happen, don't worry, they're going to play up to their ability. Somehow, someway, the Raiders uh, plus one in Jacksonville, that is, that is a real pick by Mo. Is this the week, Mo? Is this the week that the Oakland defense finally shows out? Me and Brett continue to believe. Um, I mean, if they're ever going to show up, now's the time. Blake Bortles has managed uh, essentially zero production. Has he even had one game where he's like um, led a significant number of scoring drives before, before halftime? I mean, they finally won last week and came through for me personally, but man... I mean, it took like a fourth quarter storming back against an awful, awful Bears team. Uh, the collective could not be more opposed to this selection. Brett has the Jags in his top five. Donnie has the Jags in his top five. And I have the Jags on the bubble of my top five. So who wants to go first? I, I feel Donnie. I can feel Donnie. Uh, I can't believe Mo is on the friggin' Raiders here. <laughs> Me either. What? Wow. I mean, everything says to pick the Jags here. The Raiders know, are the team that the public always loves. They've loved the them all been, year. Public's been right about the Raiders all year, though. 82%. I mean, 82% on the Raiders. Yeah, it's it's unreal. I mean, the the Rich, what did you say to me the other day in the office? You said, what is the one thing that the Jaguars do well, and that's defend the pass? Yes, the Jaguars are, I believe, sixth in pass defense DVOA, which is the eighth. only thing eighth. eighth, thank you, which is the only thing the Raiders do well is throw the ball. So I'm gonna take defense over offense there. Uh and and then, and then the, the Raiders defense has been god awful. Everyone has expected them to be good, myself included. This is the and they're week. just horrible and this the, the Jaguars week. can throw the ball. This is the week, guys. This is the week for Oakland's defense. This is it. I'm done. I've given up. <laughs> Last week was it for me. They're horrendous. Jags Mo. can't do anything on offense. They do nothing. Zero. Yeah, but but this is you know you got to be bold, man. This is the this is like the game when the Jaguars are going to win outright at home, and everyone is going to be on the Raiders. Yeah, the, everyone. The the, the, ja- the line's moving the other way. Ja- yeah. Jaguars quietly. Uh, what is their record? Are they are they two and three? The Jaguars. Man, I'm all over the place today. Yes. I don't pay attention to the record because they're not going to make the playoffs. But to, why they not? should have won the opening game. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much they could have the beaten Packers. Green Bay at home. They could be three and two. I think everyone is on this Titans train. Well, they should win. have definitely beaten the Ravens. Everyone's on this Titans train to win the South. I think the Titans really do stink. Uh, and I still think the Texans probably win the South. If you if you're but if you're gonna, I f- think that division should just be fucking yes. blown up. Damn okay, it. that is a fucking joke <laughs> of a division. I can't even believe that we're talking about what teams are gonna win that fucking crap bag division. <laughs> but annexed from the National Football League, the AFC South. But I would I would place my underdog bet on the Jags because if they if they can just get their shit together on offense, they're gonna be a really good team. Because the hardest thing to do in football is defend the pass right now. It's it's a luxury, an absolute luxury, if you can do so. And they can. So 
if they can just man, an offense is it's it's never been easier to play offense in the NFL. So home dog. Yeah, and a home dog. I think you're I I'm blown away. But you do have some this weird love for the Raiders. I like I I like that uh the Raiders home field is um seems to be away. And when they play at home they suck. Which is which Yeah, the fans are done that, with that team. That kind of gives me a little pause, but they're still my number two, so I don't really care. This is their still traveling across the country. Yeah, for yeah the but f- they always for whatever reason they play better wherever the hell they go and they never play good nope. This is their fourth East Coast ten AM game. Or one PM game if you're on the East Coast. Yeah, whoever whoever decided to give them that schedule is not good. I think it, I think it might uh, it might catch up to them, but let's move on to Donnie, who has uh, the Homer pick of the week, part one, and it's in his top five. Tell me why you're laying the seven with the Pats in Pittsburgh, Donnie? Because I'm blown away by that. Actually, I'm not well, blown away because you're the biggest. Landry Homer Jones is playing quarterback, number one. Okay, that guy's a clown. Uh, number two. The Scorched Earth Tour is going. I refuse. You guys are going to have to pry me off of the Patriots. I don't care what the friggin' spread is every single week. They will likely be in my top five until they prove me otherwise, okay? They just continue to cover big spreads. Brady's back. He's throwing the ball over the place. They just don't care at this point. It's 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 a great time to be a Pats fan. What, what do you want me to say? Do you watch Tom Brady with your eyes open, or do you just... Yeah, he's the greatest thing ever. He looks like Jesus running around there, walking on water. He's pretty average. Running man. around, he said. Running around. Pretty pretty average, Tom Brady. Some of these throws. Pretty man. average. Okay, that's fine. You keep believing that, Gino, buddy. Some of these throws, man. I mean, anybody can throw a three-yard rub route. Tom has perfected that. I'll give him Steelers that. Steelers going to win outright. You yeah. heard it here first. Yeah, I don't mind uh, Steelers' money line here. Look... The Pats wouldn't be minus 13 if this game was in Gillette. I don't care if they brought Byron Leftwich back to be quarterback of the Byron Steelers. Byron Leftwich would be better than Landry Jones. Stop. This line is three points too high. Stop. Uh, unsurprisingly, the Steelers are in Moe's top five. Uh, Brett and I have the Steelers, but in the middle of the pack, Just uh, I just don't want to have anything to do with the Patriots right now. But... Donnie, what's the one thing you've been concerned about all year? You, you At the beginning of the season, you were real confident in them. You thought they'd be top 10. But every week in the office, I hear... Top 5. I thought they would be top 5. You're talking about the defense. Yeah, I hear begrudging about the defense. 25th. See, it's just it's weird because... In past so, defense DVOA. Yes. They're second in points allowed the on defense, which is... That's like, you know... Really, the only stat that matters at the end of the day. Stop! Get out of here. Um, no, it's, listen. Points no, allowed is stop. what matters now, guys. The, the ne- it's, you know what the next? You know what the next step of that logic is? The wins and losses. That's the only stat that matters. Blah 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 blah. I mean, the Patriots are in full-on bend don't break mode. They sit back. They don't jump routes. They, you know, they play soft cover. Um, you know, they, they let uh, teams try and dink and dunk you down the field, which is what they do. But they understand that other teams can't do that for 85% of the games and other teams look for the big plays. Patriots haven't given up any big plays all year. The problem is and, that and, the Steelers have the two best dink and dunk players in the league that. Yeah, but they have a horrible guy throwing that ball to them this week. Yeah, I'm but sorry. Just but like I said, it was there. Completely different story. But just like I said, anybody can throw a three yard route. We've been seeing Tom Brady do it for five years. All Andrew Jones has to do is throw a flare route to Le'Veon Bell. Okay, you or can't say that anyone can throw a three yard dink and dunk route when consistently every single week we see 25 quarterbacks shit their pants on the field trying to throw dink and dunk routes because they suck. Every single week we see it. I'm telling you. Bell He's not wrong about that, but I mean Landry Jones is at home. Right. And Bell and Brown will what be. What would just this line be with Ben? The with a healthy line Ben. Be with Ben? Okay, see that was my Patriots whole thing. Patriots minus two and a half? No. No way. <laughs> Steelers would be minus one and a half here. Uh and there's just no way uh Ben is worth eight points or whatever. Yeah. There's just no I way. I mean, I think I I as much as I can't stand Big Ben as a person, I think he's worth a shit ton of points. No quarterback is worth more than six points in this league right now. I'm sorry. 
Look at what the Pats did with something Jacoby Brissett. All right. Well, when the Patriots win 40 to 10 in this game, you guys can just, you know, bow down next week. I'll and take fucking praise me. I'll take the under on Pats 40 for a pizza right now. If I get a- if I get two to one, I'm in. Booked. I'll book a pizza on Steelers <laughs> money line. Steelers money line. All right. All right. Let's go to Brett, who we should. This will be an entire segment of the show. Brett's Lone Wolves today. Uh, let's go. L- luckily, two of them earn his last two picks, and the a third is also in the lower tier. Uh, we'll start with you the- guys are fading the Bills again. You're doing this again. <laughs> go ahead. Just, just talk about fucking real. Is this LaShawn McCoy? You guys tell me why why you're off the Bills here. Was this before LaShawn McCoy's news or what it's exactly what you said earlier. Yeah. It's stock couldn't be higher on one team, stock couldn't be lower on the other team. Donnie, what are you talking about? The Dolphins just the beat Dolphins the Steelers. just destroyed the Steelers. I actually year. don't think people give it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody Big gives Ben got shit. hurt. Look at the public numbers. Nobody even saw that game happen. Here's what it comes down to, Brett. Are you laying nine at home against the Dolphins? There we go. There's our answer. So you have to you have to take it. Well, I mean, look, I've got this. I've got this in my bottom five, so I could go either way with this one. But I prefer the Bills side. I think that's the right side, even with McCoy out. I mean, how many points is a running back worth? Not Shady many. is one of the few Shady's difference makers. Why? But Did you why? Just say 20? why? Mike Gillisley is averaging six yards per carry over the last two seasons with Buffalo. This kid, this kid can run the football. So I'm not too worried about McCoy being out. And this Bills defense, top ten defense DVOA, they get to face Ryan Tannehill this week. Buffalo's beaten this terrible franchise the last three times by an average of 21 points. They own the Dolphins, whether it's in Miami or in Buffalo, and they're going to beat them again this week. This is what I must sound like as a Patriots fan. <laughs> except this you, is like except your team actually now, wins. Now you see, look, Buffalo. Um, this is another team with just so many injuries. I mean, how do we just don't? How do they? How can they even throw the ball? Who who are they throwing the ball to? Robert, Robert Woods, Woods dog. He might be out. Justin Hunter week. Yeah, Justin Hunter. Believe the hype. Marcus Goodwin. Big play Clay. Is he playing? Big play. Big play Clay. Revenge game. Yeah, yeah play, he play fucking. He's played well in Miami, big, but uh, big, yeah, I think he's questionable too. He's got, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get EJ man. Nick O'Leary doesn't. Well, <laughs> starting then, I'm all in on the Dolphins. Oh, that's boy. it. But like you said, lower tier, and we'll keep it in the lower tier. Just give us. Uh, you've got the Seahawks plus one and a half, and the Texans plus seven and a half. I think the Texans is just your swoon and uh, north of a touchdown. Uh, any strong, any strong conversation for either no. of those? No, <laughs> no. Both, both coin flips. Don't. Care. I was gonna say, if Brett's confident. I want Broncos for a pizza. Osweiler is gonna get murdered. Osweiler revenge game. Oh man! He's no, my so God, Osweiler is gonna revenge need... game too, though. Yeah, it's Broncos yeah. defense shitting on Osweiler too. <laughs> <laughs> That one's gonna be fun. I just wanted nothing to do with that one. Uh, I'll give Donnie the floor here for a second because he's he nearly had the Cardinals in his top five, uh, and I had the Cardinals really high as well. And then I just started ticking them down a little bit because wow, I love the number. I love getting short of a field goal here. I again, I'm gonna say it again. I think this is the best Seahawks defense there has there has been during the Pete Carroll era. So I'm I'm happy fading the Seahawks, but Donnie. Tell me why you hate Pete Carroll. You just hate him so much. I just don't think that this team is as good as everyone says that they are. I, you know, I like feel like in this game, I, uh, you know, I, the Cardinals have a lot more to play for than the Seahawks. The Seahawks don't travel as well as they uh, play more at home. More to play for. Uh, more to play for. Yeah, that's true. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Donnie's got a lone wolf on which side here? No, I'm just. No, no, no it's not a lone wolf. He, he just giving me the floor. He's, oh, okay, because okay. he's he's the highest on the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I I really like the the Cardinals here. I feel like they're they're you know they're turning their season around as opposed to a really really horrible start. And you know, the Seahawks are just the Seahawks, man. I mean, everyone just loves them. They love their defense, but they're whatever to me. Just the Seahawks. No, I don't understand. They're probably the best the best franchise in football over the past three years. Just yeah. how the are Seahawks. the how are the Seahawks going to move the ball here? Uh, Russell Wilson and the Awakening. I don't. I, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> How are they not going to? Jimmy Graham is actually looks like he might be out because he went from practicing to missing practice completely, 
And then uh, this Seahawks running game has been one of the worst in the league. And the the Cardinals passing uh, defense is elite. Uh, I I don't see them scoring here. They could also Lions score. Lions moving to say the Cardinals. Hawks could also score on defense here. Uh, you're forgetting Carson Palmer's on the other side. Cool. How many PI calls are they going to miss in this game? <laughs> that was pretty egregious. But the Julio Jones touchdown was, uh, I don't want to say luck, but I should actually give credit where credit's due. That was a great play design by Kyle Shanahan. It confused the hell out of the Seahawks. But you don't really see Julio Jones just streaking wide open. Uh, so a little bit of miscommunication there. And that's not that's just not going to happen against the Seahawks defense too often. So, uh Again, I'm on Cardinals. I love them short of a field goal here. I think you're getting great value in the number. Um, but I wouldn't mind a, a little two-team tease action getting the Seahawks at 7.5 if, if you can do that and if you're into stuff like that. Isn't the line already up to two? Well, yeah, it could be 1.5 in some places. But, uh, I mean, again, line moved. But 1.5 and, and 2, I mean, we're not really Public talking. loves the, Se- the Seahawks here. We're not talking key numbers. Yeah, that's a, that's that's another thing. Shocking. 66% on the Hawks. Uh, let's go to Brett's largest lone wolf. And it's kind of, this one's weird to me. Uh, Falcons minus six and a half at home against this was it. the Chargers. What are, you, what are you seeing here? I mean, what, what makes you think the Falcons can't cover six and a half easily here? I love this line for Atlanta. They could score 40 plus in this game. This Chargers defense is in shambles. Brandon Flowers likely out again. They're already out with their but they're already out their best quarterback cornerback in Jason Verrett. The uh, run defense sucks. So they've they've got to just, just stop the most explosive offense in football right now. This could be a roll show. The only thing that worries me here is the Phillip Rivers back uh, backdoor cover. That's it. Yeah that's, that's this is a backdoor cover waiting to happen. Yeah, just just lock it in. This is this is Phillip Rivers scoring a meaningless touchdown with a minute and thirty seven left in the game to cover and chargers are quietly 13th in DVOA eighth on offense 12th on defense 12th on defense while Atlanta is 26th on defense 23rd against the pass. So while I yeah, agree that's, that's with four games with flowers with Verrett, I don't know how the chargers do it. I, I can't explain it that. It doesn't but matter. Yeah. The chargers are going to score. They're, they're going to keep, like no matter, I agree. Atlanta is going to score, but the Chargers are going to score too. And at a certain point, no matter how much better you are, if you can't stop the other team from scoring, you can't cover north of, you know, four and a half or whatever. And and Flowers was upgraded from DNP to limited yesterday, which mm. means if he's if he's actually practicing, that means he's out of the concussion protocol. I, I, I honestly have no idea how the Chargers do it. They're kings of patchwork. They've got so many injuries this season. It's absurd. But they just keep playing well. They, they lose late, which we don't care about, right? We're just looking at the number and the spread. We don't care if they win or lose. Although, according to Donnie, that's the number one indicator right after uh, point differential. or points I'm allowed. shocked. The, I'm shocked that Donnie doesn't have Atlanta here. He loves the Falcons and he hates the Chargers. What is what's going on here? Well, that's the one thing I was going to say next is we all know Donnie Owen six when picking. Yeah, Chargers I mean, what, games. what's the friggin' point at this? At, you know, at this conjecture <laughs> with picking the Chargers games, I'm just gonna lose, so it doesn't really matter what I do. He's got them right in the middle um, of his back. I just, I, I just, you know, I think the Falcons are gonna win the game. Um, you know, but I think it's gonna be a, a high scoring, close game. I just, you know, I think the Chargers can score. Um, you know, going back to points per game, they're putting up 28.8 Falcons, 33.2. So, I mean, both teams are high scoring. That's first and third in the league. Um, but you know, I just don't see the Falcons being able to stop the chargers, even if they are putting up 40. So I think it'll be a, a close. That's point. the thing is like, you have to get a stop to pull away from a team. I'm telling you minute 37, fourth quarter, Tyrell Williams is going to catch a crosser. He's going to break a tackle and walk into the end zone Chargers are going to lose by six and uh, <laughs> cover the six and a half. It's very possible. And that's why this <laughs> is not in my top five. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for Lone Wolves. I do not have a single one. We had a, we can buzz through the even picks real quick. There were three this week. Uh, the Chiefs Saints game, the Lions Redskins game, and the Bengals Browns game. 
Uh, nobody had any side higher uh, than a nine, so I guess that's fairly high. Right outside of his top five, Brett had the Browns plus the ten. Uh, man, this is the week Brett likes the Browns. Yeah, how bizarre! This is a bizarre. ten ten points. Yeah. 10 points with the Bengals? With Dalton? No, no thank you. I mean, the Titans should have covered 7.5, and, and they're way worse than the Bengals. Uh, offensively? Just, I don't that's I a hate team. Andy Dalton, man. You do. I wouldn't say that they're way worse than the Bengals because the Bengals blow. No, stop. Get out of here. You, you guys should see this Browns injury report, too, though. This is another <laughs> real, oh, I know. real, real the, bad one. Moe's the injury report master this year. I mean, their whole... I mean, it's oh, like... He got every, his shit together. Yeah, it's like every important player. I mean, Joe yeah, but, Thomas, Terrell Pryor. But, but here's the thing: you gotta you gotta be careful about those LPs, though, because a, a lot of those are are veteran LPs where they just don't need to practice. So DNPs. You no, know, the players I just named are DNPs. Yeah, so did not Joe practice. Thomas, yeah. Terrell Pryor, Joe Hayden. Uh, those are probably what three of their like top ten players at this point. None of the three have practiced this week. I mean, the Titans legitimately should have won by two touchdowns last week. And again, I don't think they're as good a football team as the Browns. I think the Bengals defense, there was a gif last week of the uh, Browns trying to run just an off-tackle right play. And as as uh, Kessler was handing the ball to Crowell, the entire offensive line collapsed. There were five blue shirts already in the backfield. So I think the Bengals are much better up front on defense. Um, and just as a team as a whole, like offense to offense, yeah, you might give the edge to the Titans, but man, the Browns are just horrific at football. So I begrudgingly, as my last pick, I'm laying 10 points with the Bengals. Um, You're insane. Yeah, I could be. I could be out of my uh, I thought for score. sure everyone's going to be on Browns this week. No. Not after, all... not after miracle cover last. Not I watched them for 16 minutes last week. I want nothing to do with that team. Absolutely nothing. So those are those are the even games. Nothing, nothing too uh, too intense to report. You'll see the full picks uh, this weekend. Donnie doing some great graphics. Follow at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter. Be sure to check it out on Sunday. You'll see all of our picks there. All right, you guys ready for the card? Yeah, there's one team we haven't talked about yet, so that's got to be on there. All right. Body's Uh-oh. ready. Uh-oh. Body's ready. All right, number one, unsurprisingly. We're going to MetLife Stadium. Gino is free. I'm so happy that not only is Gino free, but the Jets are our number one selection on the card. Pick'em is the line against the Ravens. My whole brand is hitched to the Gino wagon. And I could not be more afraid. Can't believe we're doing it, but I'm I'm in. All right. Number two, also discussed. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, plus the two and a half at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, everybody had this in their top five, so obviously nothing more to discuss. The next one is a little more interesting. Another consensus pick. It is the Titans minus the two and a half. Donnie, how you feeling over there? Told you earlier, I feel fine if this gets on the card. All right, so we're fine. And, and here but we go. But if the Titans blow it, just uh, fuck. Mike, Mike Malark is just a clown. Here we go. Our fourth pick, a fourth consensus pick. Another home dog. <laughs> Who in the world made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers road favorites. We got the Niners plus two yeah. at home. We're on the cap train. Are we doing this, guys? Of course we're doing it. Are you laying eight at home in this spot with the Bucks, Mo? Of course not. All right, so, so, so we're doing it, all right? This line is such a joke. I mean, this line, yeah, this line is not... It's not right. The only thing that I'm worried about is that every time we fucking bet on the 49ers, they, they screw us over. I mean, 57% of the public is betting, wagering real American dollars or whatever currency. This is pinnacle. I guess they could be betting euros or francs or Aussie dollars, whatever they want. They're lining up to bet the Bucks as road favorites. That's a thing. I mean, Mo, 
you you had this in the middle of the pack, but I, <laughs> I I'm the line's moving. Oh, yeah, I love where this is going. I'll say that. I mean, it's down to one. Yeah, down to one. So getting closer to a pick. So uh, yeah, I'm mean, it's just a great spot. And as much as Brett hates to hear this, because he's Team Gabbert, uh, despite playing, I'm not Team Ga- I'm not Team anyone on that offense. Oh come on, we had a whole argument where you were uh, on Team Gabbert last week, despite playing a, ba- a really tough defense and battling insane wind conditions. Cap looked good last week. You can't uh, can't take it away from the kid. Better than expected. He did not look good. Just wait till he goes home, plays this stupid Bucks team. He's gonna look great. Yeah, he I was could look very good this week with this Bucks defense against uh, the Panthers. What do you mean the defense? The whole team, even on offense, there were clues. my God. Panthers were just running straight, and it was Derek Anderson at QB. So the Bucks should have known they were gonna run straight, and they still couldn't stop. Yeah, uh, Jaquiz Rogers, all world game against uh, against Carolina. All right, you guys ready for? I'm not. A, I'm not. Go ahead. First, I'm not a big trends guy, but uh, the Bucks are two and seven in their last nine against the spread as a favorite. They're so bad. I the mean, the Bucks are just bad. They They're might, bad. That that first game of the season threw us off for a little Gerald bit. Gerald McCoy but, might play though. I mean, if Gerald McCoy plays, I have serious reservations. You because, have serious reservations about the Bucks' road favorites. Yes, the, the key <laughs> is the key, man. If he's in there, they might actually be able to stop the run. If he's not, then this is just garbage versus garbage. And doesn't matter. They're not going to be able points. to stop Cap and Goat running around out there. Who's Goat? Curly. Curly. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Goat Come Curly. on, man. I think Goat Curly is in a bit of trouble from the reception standpoint. Cap's not about that check down life. <laughs> no, he just needed to get one week under his belt. Now we're good. All right. Our final pick is a home team and their favorite. And Mo can't veto him out, so screw you, Mo. It's the Jags minus one. Let's go, Jacksonville. Love this one. We're really doing it, Mo. I mean, I'm on board since you guys are so confident and the market says I'm just a complete idiot. So whatever. I'm I'm probably just completely wrong about this one. And, you know, Illum should have this one circled from the looks of things. That's right. There it is. Card-carrying members descending upon Jacksonville. They might be going to the horse track today if you uh, want to bet some dogs. Some literal dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the Jaguars do one thing really well. They defend the pass. To me, it's the hardest thing to do in the league and uh if you can stymie oakland's passing attack i mean they got a hurt latavius murray they've got deandre washington who's just meh something olawale who's just meh and uh as it's been documented for six weeks now the oakland defense is a horror show so a rob and company might get right in the spot i will say if if they can't get anything going on offense this game then just blow it all up, sell everyone, move the team to London, and just cancel the franchise. If, if this is if they still can't get anything going on offense this week, London Jaguars, ASAP. All right, so here's the card real quick: Jets pick, Eagles plus two and a half, Titans minus two and a half, Niners plus two, Jags minus one. The bubble game, because of Brett, Dolphins yeah. plus three. Was the bubble game, and then speaking of London, I I really like the Rams this week, guys. Uh, Man, I'm I'm liking Rams too. Yeah, Brett and Donnie. This was a consensus pick. Rams was a consensus pick because, but Brett and Donnie had them in their lower tier. London, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I no. mean the only reason it's in my lower tier is because it's 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 a uh, in London, and I just don't like those games. But I do like no dogs way. In the Giants are minus six at home versus the Rams. That's what I mean. No shot. <laughs> I just have no idea how these teams are going to travel because who the hell knows what happens. I, I that, Speaking of travel, I don't like how the Giants flew to London yesterday. The Rams went straight from Detroit, 
So they got there. They got acclimated to the time zone. They got to relax a little bit. I understand it's a just a five-hour flight. It's the same thing as going to the West Coast from New York. But I don't like just showing up in London on Saturday and playing a football game the next day. I think that's foolhardy. It is. But then on the other side, you know, I heard this um, from somebody during the week is that, you know, you have the Rams going to London and Jeff Fitcher couldn't have AC organized for his team in preseason training camp. So who the hell knows what that guy's going to do for his team over in London? They might have landed with no hotel. All of a sudden, yeah, I mean, they might be in Ireland for all we know. Like, it's just (laughs) you get some team rep on Expedia. It's like need. 120 rooms and you know jared goff just has no idea where he is you could have flown <laughs> yeah. that guy to fucking australia and he would you know he'd think he's in london right god i can't believe that guy's still not playing football it's one of the worst draft picks and draft moves ever all right so that's the card feeling like uh feeling like four and one need to just four and one the rest of the way and uh i'll be happy five and oh i'm really happy with this one mainly because of the top three picks but man, I do wish the Dolphins. If the Dolphins were on there, this would probably be my card. I wish the Dolphins were on the card too. Both of you guys. Oh wait, you can't because you just. <laughs> dis- if I could, I don't even know what game I would remove though. That's the thing because I I do like all these. I would want to try and submit six this week and four next week if we can do that. Wow. I'm happy. The card is my top five, so I'm in. Yeah, the card is uh, is four of my top five. This was a strong consensus week. Yeah, a lot of red. A lot of red when you guys see that uh, that picture on Sunday. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I urge you to do so, at GridironGamble. You can follow us individually. We've got at Donnie underscore Peters, at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, and at Mo Nuara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H. I'm at Rich T. Ryan. If you want to ride the Geno Coaster on Sunday... Uh, that's where you're going to want to be because I'm going to be freaking out watching number seven. Live tweeting every Geno pass. <laughs> and not even every pass. Every check at the line I'm going to be live tweeting. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, and best of luck to you in your betting ventures. Again, check out fantasysupercontest.com. Send in your picks. See you guys next week. Peace out. Peace out.